You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast, and I mean that. Welcome back. It's been a long time since I put out new content. Uh, I decided that I needed to take the month of December off, and I'm trying to get started in 2022 uh, at a pace that I can sustain, but that would also be useful to create enough new content to keep our church family connected during the week while we're scattered for our week of mission together. So my goal for the year is I'd like to create three podcast episodes a week for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or who knows, eventually maybe it'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I'll try to get content out three times a week so that we can have something to grow around during the week. Well, to kick off the new year, I want to invite a guest to join me on the podcast, a member of our church, a friend of mine, a guy that I met 20 years ago when I came into town, and it has been an absolute pleasure to watch what the Lord has done in his life and his ministry in the last 20 years. Blown away, very proud of him. Today I have Mike Knapper in the office with me. So hey, Mike, thanks for coming today, man. Hey, it's good to be here. I I love listening to your podcast. I love uh, being a part of the ministry here at Carterville, as well as being a missionary on the foreign field. So it's exciting. So Mike, a couple of weeks ago, I looked up in the balcony and uh, and I saw you at church and I pointed that out because to be honest with you, you're one of our church members who, man, your attendance on Sunday morning is terrible. It is. You're never here. But uh, today I want to tell the church why your attendance is terrible. Uh, You're here in church every Sunday that you're in town. It just so happens that God has you all over the place. You're not in town very often. So let me set this up, Mike, and then I'll ask you some questions because I want you to introduce our church to your ministry. I want to share some testimony just to show what God's done in your life. Sure. All right, so I know that years and years ago when when I met you, uh, you were a youth minister in town, and you were also a policeman in town. You've had a lot. You've done a lot of things since then. God moved you into the business sector for a season, and then just put a call on your life to leave that for missions. And you left a great job uh, to hit the mission field. And you and your wife, your kids, you guys lived all around the world. Y'all lived in Africa. You lived in Asia. You lived in Europe. Uh, and you carried out ministries in all those places as you were trained in Europe and then carried out ministries in Africa and Asia. You went to language school and studied languages. You learned church planting, and you've spent a ton of time driving all over the country, flying all over the country to mission conferences to raise funding, support, get you know backers and partners and teams to go. But at this current season in your life and in your ministry, you are leading a full-on church planting ministry um, in Africa. And I'm going to let you tell me about it in a little bit because I want the church to hear. Uh, you are split between the United States where you're raising funds and creating some support systems and managing what happens and the continent of Africa where you're, where you're raising up church planters, starting churches, digging wells, feeding centers, and I can't wait for the church to hear about it. So let's get started. Mike, how long have you been in Africa? We uh, started this journey in 2008. Okay, so 2008. Gosh, man, that's been a minute. So 14 years, you're going into yes. your 14th year. Yeah. Okay, so what are you currently doing? Like what, what the nuts and bolts of the ministry? You're, so you're a missionary. If somebody said, All right, that's great, but what do you do? What is your mission? Yeah, primarily we have a plethora of national pastors that are part of our team. 
So basically, in today what we're doing is walking into unreached people groups, unreached villages. We're winning people to Christ. We're discipling them. And we are, are planting uh, the Word of God in these villages by building churches, drilling water wells, uh, soccer ministries, feeding centers. We have schools. And so we do that through our Bible Institute. And so the guys that are in different churches around the different countries that we're in will come into the Bible Institute. Uh, when they finish their fourth year of the Bible Institute, they'll earn a degree, and then they go out as church planters. Okay. And so you guys have this network of pastors through the Bible Institute that have been trained, and now they're trying to raise up churches in these local villages. That's right. Okay, so what is the role of, uh, I know that you'll take teams, to do Bible schools, soccer camps. Uh, I know that you guys build feeding centers and you dig water wells. How do all of those parts of the puzzle come together to support creating and sustaining new churches? Sure. So the teams that come play a a vital role in church planting because we will take the American team into a village. We will conduct vacation Bible schools. We'll conduct sports ministries, show the Jesus film. We have puppet ministries, uh, a lot of different activities okay. uh, throughout the week. And we went, we're winning people to Christ every day. And then whenever the American team returns back to America, our national team is going to go in and start the discipleship program or process of the future church plant. And so we have a four-step program. We enter into the lost world. We win them to Christ. We disciple them. But our discipleship methods and strategies is for these people groups to replicate that in their life. And so the church will plant churches. I got you. And so the, the pastor who's going to follow up with their baptism, follow up with their discipleship, who's going to bring them to church, the pastor who's going to lead their spiritual journey is going to be somebody from their from their, from their their area. And it's going to be a national. It, it is going to be a national. I and like that. Yeah, and so what we done when we, we created this Bible Institute, we created the Bible Institute so we can have the national absolutely run everything. So they actually run our, our American team ministry. They run our feeding centers. They run our, our uh, clean water well ministries, our widow ministries, our orphanages, our schools. Everything is nationally ran and led by the nationals who are saved in our ministry, who are baptized, who are discipled and come through our Bible Institute yeah. and then go out as pastors. That's neat. So I know over the years, I think um, a couple, I think I think twice, we've had Carterville folks on the team with you. Uh, Brick Sager went, and I know Jeremy Stroh led a team before that. Uh, and I'll tell you this, Mike, everybody that I've talked to who went in country with you and came home, were, they just they said great things about what they saw and what God was doing. So it's really yeah. pretty neat, man. I'm proud of your ministry. Yeah, we, we had a good time with both of them coming. They they went to two different countries. And once them, once Carterville left and came back to America, we actually have churches now establishing the villages that Carterville worked in yeah. uh, in two different countries. Yeah, and so they're thriving churches that are actually planting other churches out of that. We've actually even sent missionaries out of our Bible institutes from one country to the next. That's pretty neat. So a lot of your year is spent in Africa. Uh, you take lots of trips to Africa. You're, you're there for a week at a time, month at a time, two months, three months, whole summer. I mean, you know, you're, you're gone a lot mm-hmm. throughout the course of a year, uh, but you're also home a lot. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that a lot of the time when you're in the States, you're, you're doing things to develop, you're traveling, you're doing things to develop the, the mission to raise funds, to raise awareness, to create prayer partners, uh, to build teams. Mike, give us an idea for a missionary um, 
who is in your dynamic where you split your year, some, some of the year in country, some of the year in Africa. What does that look like when you're here in the States? What are you doing for the mission while you're in the States? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a twofold process. One, we're raising funding for the brick and mortar that we're going to do in Africa. So in Africa, 70% of, of the countries that we work in are unemployed. 65 to 70% of the population are kids. And so we do build indigenous churches. However, we have to help them financially not get it going, buying the property in the brick and mortar. So I'm in the States. I'm raising funding for the feeding centers, for the water well ministries, for the orphanage, for the, the widow ministry. I'm raising funding uh, for the brick and mortar part. But I'm also raising awareness of missions, global missions, making a global impact because God's moving. And our prayer is that we can move with God. And our prayer is for God not to do it without us. And so we try to bring that same message of evangelism and discipleship and replication to America as well. So every Sunday, uh, most of the time, I'm somewhere in a missions conference or preaching at a church, uh, raising funding and raising awareness of global missions. Yeah, well, I know that I'll sometimes I'll ask, where, where are you next, Mike? And you'll say, well, I'm in Houston next week, or I'm in Oklahoma, or I'm headed to Missouri. Man, you are on the road all the time. Yes. Yeah. So if I'm in America, normally I'm working. Um, I, I We consider Africa home for us because that's where we get most most of the rest at. Because yeah. when we're here, <laughs> we're, we're somewhere different. We're traveling and it gets tiring. Yeah. Well, so I, I'm thankful, Mike, that we get to be where you worship when you're here. Uh, man, it's a blessing to us. Let me, uh, let me ask you this, Mike, if people listen to the podcast today, I want to ask you two or three questions that are just kind of application. If they want to support your ministry in some way, whether that's by prayer support, maybe that's financially, or maybe it's just they want to stay in the loop so that they'll know if there's ever a team or a way to plug in or a way to communicate with with you and your family to encourage you or support you, what is the best way for somebody listening to the podcast to to get plugged in and to keep up with your ministry? Sure. Uh, they can sign up for our newsletter, which they're going to have to uh, contact me directly, or they can they can email me at mikenapper at me.com. That's mikenapper at me.com. Um, they can pray for us any day of the week. Uh, that's that's easy to do. They can follow us on Facebook. They can look up Mike Napper and follow us on Facebook. You do a great job on your Facebook. Like yeah. Honestly, you do a great job keeping you know some some current pictures of what you're doing when you're in country. That's neat to me. I, yeah. I, I don't get on Facebook a lot and I don't, uh, I don't always comment on stuff that I see on Facebook, but I do notice you do a good job of that. So way to yeah, go, Mike. I appreciate that. And and they can go to the 1040 project.org. That's our website. It's the number 10 slash number 40 uh, project.org. They can follow us there. And if people wants to financially give, they can do it through that. But, you know, if they're members of Carterville, I would love for them to, to give through Carterville uh, in lieu of Mike Napper or Napper Ministry. Um, and so that's a, another way that they can financially give. Yeah. Mike, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I know our missions team prays for you. My wife's on the mission team, so I get an update from time to time about what's going on. Awesome. But uh, you guys, man, you're a blessing to me. I'm proud of you. I'm excited about what God's doing. Thanks for making time to record the podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. I thank you guys for being behind us like you have and sending teams over, loving us, being our home church and our pastor. So I appreciate everything that you guys have done for us. Thanks, Mike. Church family, I hope that God will give you a great week as you serve faithfully. And I pray whatever ministry God has in mind for you, just say yes. Follow His Spirit. You'll be glad you did. 